You're listening to DraftKings Network. Now you hear us. Oh, you missed. What a <laughs> hell of a riff. <laughs> now you're hearing us. Hello, everybody. This is why we shouldn't do this ourselves. <laughs> we were rushing. A.K.A. Christian, the <laughs> IT guy. You missed me talking about how dope the wheelie chairs are. Apologies, everybody. What are they saying? Wrong answers only. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Okay, now we, let's, start, let's start anew. Hello, everybody. Look where we are. We're in Philadelphia, everybody. We are. Who got the hint? Wit. <laughs> Who got that? Nobody got it, I think. Um, Alexis is telling your mama jokes. Imagine. People are saying we're better muted. Oh. <laughs> Nicole Hack saying that. You're breaking my heart, Nicole Hack. <laughs> we are in uh, Philadelphia. We're currently in Subaru Park. Shout out to the Philadelphia Union Bro. for welcoming us. We're gonna, we're, we are gonna. We are in the stadium right now. We are in the new e-gaming suite that that's, they have here. I mean, the updated e-gaming suite. You see it there, the Subaru eSports Hub. Look so sh- uh, shouts, to, uh, shouts to Subaru. I mean, Yo, great. Shouts to Subaru. Shouts to whoever put the E in front of sports. <laughs> really geniuses. <laughs> the four-wheel drive. Subaru is all – is it? Uh, is every car four-wheel drive on Subaru? No, none of them are four-wheel drive. They're all all-wheel drive. Well, my, my bad. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I didn't mean to disparage. Uh, uh, as someone who owned a Subaru WRX STRI, STI that was uh, <laughs> stolen many times, I can attest to you it is a great car if you are someone who is into doing bad stuff and need to get away from other people. <laughs> okay. All right. Obviously, we do not co-sign whatever uh, activities. It's also great for rally racing, so, which is dope. Shout yes. to rally racing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I which, did. you know, they give you a free membership to uh, rally racing, not like on the side of a mountain. It's like in a Walmart parking lot with cones. <laughs> but they give you a free year membership when you get a you know, you, And you don't need a membership to do, uh, to do donuts. No, in but a, you need your Walmart own cones. <laughs> you need your own cones, which is so difficult to get out there and put it out yourself. <laughs> Joey Gusto say, yo, y'all at the soup. That's right. Uh, That's check this right. out. The wide angle. We are here at uh, the eSports Hub, the Subaru eSports Hub. So, again, this is, uh, you know, when we, uh, you know, uh, went independent, we, we said we were going to be, uh, we were going to take the show to you. That's right. And by you, we mean rooms and stadiums you've never been in. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, but we not- said we should do this from the middle of the pitch, and everyone was like, don't you dare touch the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I, you know, th- this is... I was a little upset that the Philadelphia Union did us, didn't let us do the show from the center of the pitch. Bro, you know, we said, let's do this from Jim Curtin's sneaker closet. Mm. And they were like, yo, don't you, don't you go anywhere near Jim Curtin's house. <laughs> uh, but no, we're uh, super excited. We're going to be uh, here. Doing, we're doing our show. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What happened? Freddie Alagong. What did Freddie he say? He said, LOL, high schools in Florida have rally racing teams. Florida, there's no <laughs> rules in Florida. There is zero. Every other school tries to teach you to drive safe. In Florida, they're like rally racing. Freshmen, get in there. Uh, Thomas one uh, said traveling circus. And Thomas, we have a couple of Philadelphia Union fans. Du- put dupe. Put dupe in the chat. Hey, okay. Drop a dupe. <laughs> okay. Give us all the dupes. Uh, Put a snake emoji in there if you feel in the Philadelphia Union, huh? Um, so, uh, obviously, the Philadelphia Union are playing in the U.S. Open Cup tonight in yes, Orlando. Uh, so, they, uh, the players are not here. We try to get them to fly us to Orlando. We're like, no, no, no. We're trying to do this with <laughs> you, the Philadelphia Union. Uh, they would not. But uh, we got to use the, uh, the empty stadium, which is dope, dude. We get to you. You mean use it? Use it for what? We get to use the empty stadium to do this. <laughs> it just sounds when you say we, to use it, it just it just sounds nefarious. <laughs> I just think that's where your head is, bro. 
Also, we should we should we should leave like a we should have brought like a Cooligans gift and left it somewhere in the stadium as a a little like, like uh, look under your chair, look under your chair, Easter egg thing. hunt, a little Easter egg <laughs> would have been dope, right? <laughs> what if it's just an egg and like yo, this egg is gone bad? <laughs> Why would they leave an egg? I'm like, congrats. <laughs> uh, we're getting all right. We're getting a big a lot of big old dupes. Justin Friedberg saying uh, in big the old chat. dupe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas uh, says uh, the bathroom. That's what you would use. Uh, we, we, yeah, we put them in the room where they keep all the lamppost Crisco. You know what that is, right? No, I don't. Uh, remember the dudes? Uh, they were they put uh, Crisco on the lampposts in the middle of Philly when um, right when right. the Eagles won the uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. and people still climbed them. And then that one dude ate horse poop. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Philly gets wild when they win, boy. <laughs> all right, I've I've always said uh, you know eat horse dupe, not horse poop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always said this. Everybody, <laughs> honestly, I've been like. That's what he. That's how he answered to when I said, "Hey, you want to do a podcast called The Cooligans?" He said that, and I was like, "I don't even know what that means, fam." But he, for some reason, he always says it. Uh, Got some free time since my local Christian Blanco slash IT guy is working on my computer. Shouts to Crimson Pizza. Everyone, everyone has every office has their own Christian Blanco. You gotta love uh, the what IT. What kind of IT guy do you have though? Do you have one of them who's like flirting with everybody, or do you have like Christian, like the Virgin, who just like? <laughs> Knows a lot about computers. <laughs> Apparently, these are the only two types of IT guys. <laughs> well, which one do you have? You know those uh, Rico Suave <laughs> IT guys you know? with their Cisco certifications, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, no, but we do have a uh, Cisco certification. All right, it's a, it's a great. It's an important and very popular firewall. Anyway, they make switches. They do a lot of stuff. Network switches. But we do have a guest coming very soon, so we're going to be joined. A little bit later uh, by Marlon LeBlanc. He's the head coach of Philadelphia Union 2. So if there's any uh, like quest- an actual head coach. I can actual head coach. Someone on this show will know something about tactics finally. Okay, <laughs> because that's not what that's not what you come here for. Right. All right? Uh, but if no, you do you made a grave mistake? <laughs> but, but we'll uh, we'll talk to him about uh, Philadelphia Union when you Two used MLS. To fix people's computers. You ever look through their files, <laughs> Alexis? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've I've fixed computers for some awful human beings. Yeah, all right? I, I so, know, right? That's what I'm saying. Of course, I worked you look the, through. I worked through the, the photos, right? Uh, Did you look through work stuff on their desktop? <laughs> <laughs> um, look. We're going to have to have this conversation off air. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, you think the statute of limitations is still on there? And I score Bruce said Crisco certifications. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good callback. No, just that one said, LOL, Alexis. That's Cisco, not Cisco. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Friedberg. <laughs> Justin Friedberg said, code me like one of your French apps. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I love it. Uh, where would we be without this chat? It's just <laughs> yeah. two of us screaming in an empty room. Okay. You make us seem sane, chat, mm-hmm. so thank you. Uh, <laughs> Cisco, Crisco, Polanco. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of IT guy. That's got to be a nickname. That's right. right. Why is he always oily? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you, I'm telling you, yo, he's a slippery dude, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I hope Marlon is going gonna to fit in quite nicely. <laughs> I hope- to so this dynamic. Uh, I hope he's not listening to anything. By the way, shouts to everyone who were like, and Alexis is back, <laughs> uh, based on the clips we've posted. Okay. We had a wild time yesterday. We had a good time yesterday on uh, Prem Show. Right, right, right. So, yeah, tune in, check that out if you have not because it got pretty ridiculous. I don't don't play it out loud if you've got children or parents <laughs> or people who love you and will wonder why the hell you listen to this garbage. If you have uh, friends of any kind, uh, it's not for them, <laughs> all right? Uh, Crimson Pizza called you Pele Ethernet. 
<laughs> Amazing. <laughs> PFC Manus at Pele Crisco. Oh, God. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love it. that the Pele thing will just not die. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, Justin Freebirds asks, what soccer player would make the best IT guy? Oh, I want to say Jax McCarty. All right. He has, a, he has an IT guy name. That's what I mean. Yeah. He sounds – and also, you know how, like, he's just already frustrated just from having to talk to you? Right, right. With, that's an IT guy. He knows more about the computer than you. Mm-hmm. You're trying to explain. It's like when you tell a mechanic, it's going ring, 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 <laughs> ring, ring, ring. And he's right. like, just move out of the way, dude. Uh, I'm going to change your oil and tell you I changed eight parts on your car and charge you a lot Yeah, the, uh, I, I would say one of the, the – I mean, this is a show about soccer. I promise. We are in <laughs> a soccer stadium. We'll, we'll get to it. Um, hey, we got a new member, a new supporter. CXN Collective. Thank you Thank so much you. for joining. Hit that join button if you haven't yet. Oh, yeah. Um, you get the special emotes, my G. Um, the uh, Jimmy Fallon's character on SNL, the, the, remember the IT guy that he was like, move – yeah, oh, I'll do it or whatever. Yeah, that guy ruined the whole reputation for IT guys because everybody saw that and everybody's like, "Oh, this is how they are. They're a bunch of nerds." That yeah, they think- that's what ruined it for <laughs> IT guys. <laughs> I, that I one sketch, <laughs> not all of you and your personality. Look, I've I've worked with enough IT guys to say that I'm probably uh, I'm I'm more of an outlier. Yeah, you're the coolest. IT I'm the guy coolest of all IT, time. which goes to show <laughs> how low the bar is set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Johnson said Kai Kamara would be uh, a good IT. I could see Kai Kamara. Yeah, I could see that too. He's got a he's, he's got savvy. A, he's also got he's got a calming presence. You know. Okay. Right. <laughs> but well, I feel like you but is that, that an IT guy? Uh, I feel like you need an IT when you're like my files, you know, or whatever <laughs> people yell <laughs> the cloud. <laughs> you need someone to walk in and be like, hey, hey. Relax. Uh, Justin Freeber said, Alexis is going to ask Marlon the real question. Is cheesesteak better than a chopped cheese? Why would I ask him that? We all know the answer. Right. The answer yeah. No. <laughs> so, uh, so he'll be in a couple minutes. Um, but so if there's any, uh, it's genuinely, if there's any questions that you uh, may want to ask him, uh, feel free. To, uh, yeah, put to, it in the to, chat. To, also, to IT crowd, while we're talking about it. Two of the greatest episodes of uh, of scripted TV. Okay, IT crowd, incredible. So, uh, so a couple of things. Obviously, t- uh, today we're gonna be. Uh, there's a lot to discuss. Uh, we're in oh, Su- we've got- We're in Subaru Park. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Open Cup match uh, for the Philadelphia Union coming up. We'll look at some of the matches that are happening today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could tell we've taken a much more professional tone, that's because the coaches were <laughs> Okay. Uh, we, yeah. We've suddenly stopped joking about IT, <laughs> IT employees. You know, we don't. <laughs> we've just taken a much more. What did, would it become ESPN all of a sudden? <laughs> I just want to let people know what the rundown is going to be. because Yeah, because we've always done that. I'm just saying there might be some new uh, people from Philly that expect a, a certain level of professionalism. Uh, so, okay, so you've never been a Philly before <laughs> is what you're saying <laughs> uh, but no a lot to discuss well, I, I, I want it because if you see the title and the thumbnail here on, on YouTube uh, NWSL will talk about uh, some of the matches in the Challenge Cup some of the ridiculous uh, refereeing decisions calls miss calls mm-hmm. you know okay uh, and uh, oh and then and they happen in MLS as well so uh, yeah. uh, at least they there's a quality there when it comes to poor refereeing <laughs> <laughs> look it's even that's what we wanted uh, but well, let's uh, introduce our our first uh, guest here, or only guest. So I just want to make sure we give, <laughs> give him the honor. Uh, but we, yes, we here here at the Subaru Esports Hub, uh, and our first guest, our guest today, our one and only guest, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, the head coach of your Philly Union Two. Put your hands. Together. Only Marlon LeBlanc, everybody, come on. Hey, 
There Already it is. regretting his decision to be a guest on our show. <laughs> uh, one of you guys is an Arsenal fan, right? One of right, right. Yeah, so I'm all about this show. Let's oh, okay, go, baby. Let's go. All right. I'm Let's the Everton go. fan, but hopefully, in a little more. Ho- we won't bite you. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, we beat you in a couple weeks. Uh, Never gonna happen. <laughs> Final game of the season. Um, Marlon, so great to meet you. This is our first time meeting you. We're, we're live here from uh, Subaru uh, Park. It's we an gotta, absolute honor. I have to ask a first question. Found out this gentleman right here, also from Jersey. I'm born and raised in Newark. Sir. So you know the question, and I kind of feel like I know what the answer is going to be. Because you're from East Windsor, which is near Princeton. And even though if you look at a map, Princeton's in North Jersey. They like to act like they're part of South Jersey. <laughs> so I have to ask, and this is going to hurt my heart, is it Taylor Ham or is it Pork Roll? Tam. Taylor Ham? Yeah, man. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> All day, every day. All day, every day. You heard the answer, folks. The interview can continue. <laughs> this is quite a shock. Yeah, usually when, you, when you're when you this deep south in. But Princeton ain't that south. But, for, you know, people I'm Princeton. Hightstown, though. Yeah. I'm oh. Hightstown. Okay, so, so you were born in East Windsor. We're the lower side. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Princeton, East Windsor, not West yeah. Windsor. You also, know. you know, Princeton and Newark have a lot in common, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, but, no, this is uh, super cool. Obviously, uh, the Philadelphia Union, obviously the first team are in Orlando. Uh, so thank you so much uh, for coming through and, and chatting with us. But uh, MLS next. Let, let's start there because uh, a, a lot of MLS teams have they, their, their second teams now, and we're seeing uh, how many matches have even been played? Probably less than 10, right? We're it's on week 8 of the season. Okay. We've, yeah. Yeah. We've had one so what, what's been... you're in second place? Uh, I think we are second in the Eastern Conference. Right? Yeah. Very okay. Nice. So uh, this experience so far, I mean, we've spoken to a, a couple people, uh, private, like the MLS offices, about how MLS Next is going. But for uh, a coach for, for the team, what has been the experience like in playing these matches and getting these, uh, uh, some of, maybe even some of the first team players and academy players, some, uh, some real playing time? Yeah, it's been a it's been a challenge. Certainly, it's hard to scout, right? Because you never know what what you're going to see on the weekend. And and even with us, um, the we work pretty closely with our first team here. Uh-huh. And in particular, a lot of our young guys have been getting time with us from the first team. Uh, but it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because planning your game day is a little bit difficult when you don't know who you're always going to have and who right. you're, who you're going to be playing up again. So. Um, I will say it's it, that challenge has been fun though. It's uh, it, it's probably tested me in a different way that I've never been expected or I've never anticipated being yeah, tested. Yeah. But um, luckily, we're at a club here that you know we we kind of don't don't care what other people think. We're going to do it our way, um, and we do it our way every week. All right. When it comes to managing or or being the head coach of a team like the uh, like Philadelphia Union too, how much how much do you have to play exactly like? Uh, the first team is there is that part of it is like developing the player to play in that position or are you like Jimmy baby I mean have you thought about doing it this way (laughs) (laughs) look we we um we can't play exactly the way the first team does because we don't have the players that the first team does so it's a little bit different but our our principles of what we try and do are are almost identical um so if Pax and Aronson's going to come play for me he's going to come play in the 10 and he's going to do it in, in the fashion, or hopefully as close to the way Danny Gosdog does it. So right, huh? um, Jimmy will ask me to play a certain guy a certain amount of minutes or play him in a certain role, and, and we'll do that. Um, but pretty much everything we do mirrors the first team because the idea is that the guys on our team are going to get to the first team at some point. Right. And as far as uh, mi- mirroring styles, what about Jim Curtin's sneaker game? Do uh, Is there a competition? Or coordinate? Mir- How does this work? <laughs> My sneaker game 
isn't as good as Jimmy's because he spends a little bit more money on his. Okay. And they don't pay me quite enough to, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to buy his uh, his Jordan. But uh, I think my uh, – I shouldn't say – Nike, but yeah, my <laughs> Nike game is pretty good too. Okay, very okay. nice, very nice. Got, kids got swag. You ain't need to buy the top Jordans to get swag. Uh, when you when you look at uh, what your goal is, is it a player by player? Is is there a number in your head that you like to say like I'd love to get X amount of players to get minutes in the in the first team, or I'd like to to have something specific happen? What is it that how how you set your goal on a player by player basis? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's as that detailed as to say a certain number. Um, I think for me, it's about just giving them the environment that they can make it. You know, it's providing them a platform for them to be able to come in every day and, and, and get towards their goal. And, and listen, it's everybody's goal. It's right. not always going to work out. You know, maybe it's one or two uh, a year get through to the first team. Uh, I've been blessed since I've been here to see six or seven get through to the first yeah. team. Um, but for, for me, it's literally just about providing them a platform where they want to be in. They want to be in our environment. Uh, whether they're a first-team player and they're coming down to get minutes in the second team, I want to make sure that I'm providing those guys an environment that they actually want to be playing in the second team because they know it's beneficial for them for when they get into the first-team lineup that they're going to be able to perform. Yeah. Um, and the same with the guys that come through our academy is getting to the second team with the hopes of getting to the first team. And I was going to ask about that. Just uh, the if you can talk a little bit about maybe about the point of pride that, that the Philadelphia Union have when it comes to academy players making it and, and getting it on the first team. You, obviously, there's so many incredible stories, and obviously yeah, seeing part of it. Brendan Aronson – you know, two three years ago is, is out here and 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 thriving, and now he is expected to be at a World Cup and 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 maybe a big transfer uh, in Europe. After him, yeah. Uh, yeah. The but the point of pride of of getting to that point. What what does that mean to see a player like Brendan Aronson to these young players in the academy? I think it's the model, right? It's the model they see it happen, and they saw it with Mark McKenzie as well, right? right. Um, going to the national team, probably going to a World Cup here soon. Um, that this project the union academy is is a pathway to being an elite in world in world football right and um you know i think we, we started seven academy players whether either current or graduates in our game against inter miami on uh, on uh, just a couple of days ago yeah. so for us to be able to do that um and we do it with a point of emphasis and a point of pride and it's kind of like this is the way our project works, whether we like it or not, or whether you like it or not, we're going to do it. Whether it's 15-year-olds on the field or 21-year-olds on the field, we're, we're going to go after you with the best that our academy can produce and, and hopefully give them an opportunity to kind of grow and see the Brendan Aronsons and become the next Brendan Aronsons. Yeah. Here's a question. Why not just build an academy in the Aronson household? It seems like... <laughs> hey, there's an idea. Right? That's an idea. <laughs> it seems like they got, they got the sauce in that family. For, for sure, look. Look, I mean, you look at it, you got Aronsons, you got the Sullivans, you got the Craigs. Um, it's a family know, business. It's a family right? business. <laughs> My kids in this academy. Right, we heard that you too. Know, Congrats. It, we've got a lot of these. And by the way, that's the first time I heard of the Cooligans. You guys cracked me up. Uh, we had just come back from Brazil with our U12s, and somebody on the Cooligans Twitter account put out, U12s don't give an F about your yeah. <laughs> about, yeah, yeah. about yeah. you or something like yeah, uh, your yeah, emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Like seven, eight, nil in one of yeah. the games. I, I, that might have been that, me. <laughs> there's, a, there's a swear word. It's probably coming from this guy. But, yeah, what what do the academy funny. players uh, think when they? I'm sure the academy players uh, uh, or you know second team players play against the first team from time to time in training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they have to get like Mark from Brujo. 
it's like, hey, this guy's uh, he's an adult. I'm yeah. a I'm, I'm a child. Why is he remind, playing? T- remind him I'm 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he doesn't care about our guy's emotions either. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, look, I think it's great. I think it's great. You know, when my kid could barely start walking, I was kicking him, and my wife was you know, there. What are you doing? It's like, trust me, it's going to work one yeah. day. It'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it's the same thing. You know, uh, when we play with those guys, it's a, it's at a faster, quicker, stronger level, right, right. and I think it's the best thing that we can expose our players to. What about you? What what got you into the sport? Um, I you know I looked up uh, your age. I remember you know uh, Jersey not, was a big soccer team after the '94 World Cup. Is that part of what got you into the sport, or were you already grinding it out before that? '94, I was already 18. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, you played the sport already. So yeah, I was yeah. playing already. I, I don't know what got me into the sport. You know, I, I grew up in a single parent household. Um, my mom probably, I think, stuck me in soccer just to get me something to do on a regular basis. Get him out of the um, air real quick, over here. And, yeah, for me, it was uh, – I have I was a good player, but I feel like I've always been a better coach than a player. Um, so so much less running. Isn't yeah, that great? right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, just growing up in a place like New Jersey where the diversity and the culture and, you know, these, these guys play on these beautiful – grass surfaces we played on bottle caps and yeah, you know right, broken right. glass as kids growing up uh in in south jersey north jersey wherever yeah. you want to call it um <laughs> uh, he didn't say central jersey <laughs> good. Yeah. but um but yeah i think it's just something that you usually fall in love with and um i still remember the day i became an arsenal fan um and kind of just got exposed to international football and uh, you know i listen to your podcast and hear you talk about arsenal and, uh, all day and, every day uh, like it's just it's a passion, right? And yeah. you get into football, it's a passion. I think I just got into a passion early on in life. Okay. What uh, was the moment that made you fall in love with Arsenal, by the way? Uh my mother went and visited with my uncle just to go to London and she brought me back like a, a winter cap that had an Arsenal. Oh, it was Arsenal. That was yeah. And that was it. That, that was, was it. That was my team. It's funny oh. how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you know is Harry Henry shows up and it's a beautiful team to watch. Best player ever. Oh greatest. <laughs> Best goal scorer ever. You know what? Here's a question. You get to see a lot of academy kids and stuff. How long until we get a Thierry Henry that's, a, that's American? Oh, man, you know, the nines are the Thierry hardest Henry. thing to develop. Thierry Henry. Yeah. 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 Thierry? <laughs> Thierry Henry? Center forwards are the hardest thing to develop, right? Yeah. And it's, it, it, it is difficult. And he was a special player. But, um, you know, I, th- I think we're getting there. The, it's clear how many kids we got going over to Europe now. And, and yeah. if you were to go to a youth event in this country now, you'll see more international scouts and agents, then you'll probably see college coaches. And now you know that it's, start, it's starting right, to turn right. a little bit. Yeah, that we're, yeah. we're in that. We're, I feel like we're in the apex of that turn. So it's coming. Yeah. Okay, we got a, a couple questions from fans. Uh, uh, we got a lot of Duke members in here, a lot of Philly fans. Uh, Justin Freeber asks, uh, who does Marlon believe is the next U2 player uh, to make uh, the jump to the first team? Is it Bono? Is it Edge? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, everybody's made this joke. Wow. We got it. <laughs> you can't. Wow. <laughs> Thank God you've heard us before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just I I just want to make sure uh, you know everybody. I'm, I'm no threat. Uh, anybody. Yeah, I mean we got a few guys right now. You know uh, Nelson Pierre is just 17 years old who's come through this academy, scored twice against Inter Miami uh, on the weekend. Right. Um, everybody's talking about Bajong Darbo as you know the the next top player coming through, and he and he started for us against Inter Miami the other day. Um, Jose Riasco has just showed up from uh, from from Venezuela, and he's one that uh, uh, I think a lot of people are excited to see, and are probably waiting for me to get him on the field some more. Right. Um, so I, I think there's look. I think 
if I'm answering the question honestly, the only people who are in Union 2 are people that we see are have a first-team trajectory. Right. Um, and so literally any one of these guys are guys that can be moving up into the first team at any given point in time. That's okay. a beautiful way to run it. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, another question. Um, Thomas said, a lot of U2 regulars starting tonight. How many goals uh, do they put up uh, on Orlando? Oh, great. That's a well, – we'd like to see three or four, right? Okay. Um, how do you, I, I'll, before you even answer that question, how do you feel when you see a, a U2 player and, and obviously they are playing on the first team and, and get that opportunity? I'm sure there's a little bit of uh, almost like a, a parental feeling like you really, obviously you really want them to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, last year I remember uh, Pax and Aronson came in, scored against Chicago Fire. Uh, his very next game he's starting against New England and he scores his first professional right, goal, right. right, the very next game. So for us – Chicago Fire and translate to the next one. And then Jack McGlynn playing for us. And then you see him step up against Nashville and the score of the PK. And, yeah, absolutely. There's, like, a, a proud moment, obviously, seeing those young guys um, get, you know, a lot of minutes to, to yeah. get them prepared for that moment and then kind of step up. And in those moments, it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, and I, I wonder what's the – as far as your relationship with Jim Curtin or the first-team coaching staff, what's the conversation with, uh, you know, the the – you too, where it's like, you know, how, how much um, is Jim asking you like, hey, make sure there's a couple guys ready for me or, you know, how, what, what's that um, kind of mix like and, and conversations like? Yeah, well, Jim and I speak to each other almost daily and we'll have more of a formal meeting with Ernst and, and, and the technical staff uh, when we do kind of get guys set for the weekend. Um, I wouldn't say – I think since it is so regular, there probably isn't, like, that specific moment sure, that sure. you're talking about. And, and Jim and I have known each other for a long time. Just Ray Gaddis played for me in university for four years. Right. Jack Elliott played for me for four years in university. So we've had a relationship well before I actually started working for the union. Um, but I think, you know, J- Jim's Jim's kind of influence on our team is, is really just more of a supportive role. And he'll text me before the game and say good luck and um, – but a lot of our conversations really are are more kind of generic and, and, and a little bit more um, organic just because we're around each other so often and we train right before they do and then I'll stay out of training Got and, it. and that kind of thing. So You've known Jim Curtin for a long time. We've had him on the show. Is he really that nice? Is he really that cool? He came across <laughs> so nice and calm. This can't be really him. Jim is probably so cool. That you don't even know how to kind of interact with them sometimes. That's right? exactly yeah. how I yeah, felt. Yeah. That's literally, he, I'm like, how are you this cool? You're, he, dude, you're a head coach, bro. You, you see him on the sideline, and, and you know that you know you remember when he went running to the corner to celebrate with yes, the guys. Right. That was like completely out of character for everything that I've probably seen about Jim. But it was such a cool thing for him to do in the moment. Yeah. But like, you, you never see him stressing. You never see him flustered. Um, he's the same way. Like when you when you talk to him, he's just a really down to earth guy who's a Philadelphia guy. And you talk know. about like Philly guys and who they are. Like that's Jimmy. Like he doesn't. He's been the head coach here forever, and like he'll go sit and have a beer with you, and you know, wear an Eagles an Eagles hat to the office. Like he's just a pretty chill guy. Yeah, I mean, he's one of our like biggest supporters, man. He's been absolutely great to us. Uh, I have a couple questions, and we'll let you go. Uh, this is a question from uh, a very a big Arsenal supporter, poorly drawn Arsenal. I don't know if you follow uh, him on Twitter. He drew, he does a lot of uh, Arsenal will artwork. Now. He will not. <laughs> he's incredible. Uh, it says, does the club offer any kind of mental health support? It's got to be a lot on the kids with expectations. It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, in particular, uh, mental health is uh, 
at the forefront of all things athletics right That's now, right? Um, and the kids all go to YSC Academy, which is a union-funded school where we have a full-time sports psychologist on staff right. at the school. So those kids have access every single day. Um, funny enough, Richie Graham, who is the father of the academy, right, one mm-hmm. of the ownership group, literally just two days ago sent a, a, an email with an article specifically addressing mental health to our head of school, to our academy director, and to me um, to have a sit-down meeting on this. And so um, I think it's, it's critically important. I think from my aspect as the coach of the group, if, if you were to ask me how often I talk about winning on a weekly basis, it, it would be maybe for a, a five-second period on a weekly basis. Right, right. We don't really talk about winning a whole lot. Wow. And I think part of it is that it's, I believe that if performance and self-gratification is only rooted in the result, then these guys will never get to where they're trying to get to. They've got to see some of the pictures in between. Um, and so we really let winning kind of take care of itself and not let the stress of yeah. that side of things be what is their driving force because there's got to be some type of satisfaction and happiness that comes out of, you know, playing a sport that isn't rooted solely in the wins and losses. Totally, and especially at, at this level, it, you know. Th- it's important. You don't, developing. So. Yeah, yeah, and you don't need Absolutely. the weight of the world on, uh, you know, on a, a, a second. You know, you obviously you want to succeed, but. Yeah, you, you can't be like, well, everyone's disappointed. <laughs> so, that's not how it works. Yeah, you, know you, I mean? you want to be able to take risks and, and grow as a, as a player. and that's it. And we started a 15-year-old at the 10, the most important attacking yeah. position. The last thing he needs to do is feel the pressure of having to win when it's about his development, which of is course. first and foremost. Okay, I have a. I, well, hold on. I, I do want to ask in in regards to that. How different is it coaching now than like, who was that guy, the basketball coach that threw the chair on the court? Bobby, Bobby Knight. Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby like, Knight, yeah. how different is coaching now compared to what that guy was doing <laughs> back then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he was probably right at that time period. I think he got fired by Indiana right at towards the end of yeah, his yeah. career, right, um, where things started changing a little bit and. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. No, no. You know, the things that our parents said to us when we were kids, you can't say that anymore, <laughs> no, you know. No, no. Um, My mother would be canceled well. every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I, I think uh, coaching is about getting the best out of a player, all right? And it's not just about telling them every time they do something wrong. Trust me, they know when they do something wrong. Right. Um, it's My philosophy personally has always been to kind of – personify your strengths more so than work on your weaknesses all the time oh, right. um if you're a really good right-footed player like let's make you a great right-footed player right. Heck, david beckham became a world superhero all because he could cross the ball with his right foot right um and i don't think we've ever seen him score a left-footed free kick goal yeah, so yeah. he was um, also very handsome so that helped as well. <laughs> it's why i paid attention i'll tell you that it didn't hurt i was like oh he was right-footed <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last question I, I want to ask. Uh, uh, this definitely is, you know, about a, the fir- a first team question. But the Jake, Jacob Glessness, the the amount of moments that he has provided this this team, this fan base. Uh, is there a, a Philadelphia Union two player that's like, oh, I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a 45 yard <laughs> free kick because uh, I want to do what he does. All the power of my ancestors <laughs> behind it. First of all, Jacob Glessness is an unbelievable guy, by the way. Really? Down-to-earth human being. He's yeah. awesome. He's absolutely awesome. Um, and I love how every time he touches the ball, now the stadium goes shoot. Right, right. It doesn't yeah. matter where he <laughs> where is on the field. Yeah. Guy's um, in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an unmatched skill that he has, the way he hits the ball, by the way. Uh, Cole Turner will take his shot with us when he's playing with us. So okay. He's, he's, he's been known to give it a go from that distance. Um, but 
what Jacob can do with the ball from distance is special. Like, you what shouldn't. What's through your head when you see someone take a foot? <laughs> like, what are you doing? At no point did we draw this on the whiteboard. No. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't try it. I'd probably do a hamstring or a groin. Yeah, or you'd be oh, 100%. For, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because obviously you guys have played LAFC, and that's where that, that the first one I remember was scored. And that, um, the one in Atlanta yeah. uh, was also wild. And obviously the goal uh, against. You had one here last year. Where right, he, uh, get, towards the end of the Towards the end of the game, the against yeah. Red Bull in the playoffs. Yeah, that's right, Red Bull. Uh, and, and, wow. and you guys got uh, the first team is playing against Red Bull this weekend. So, uh, Marlon, uh, an absolute honor. Best of luck, uh, Philadelphia Union to the Philadelphia Union uh, in their matches, obviously in the Open Cup as well. I hope uh, the players that you coach that are playing tonight uh, do well. And uh, But an absolute honor to meet you, man. Thank uh, you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having so me So great having you on. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Marlon guys. LeBlanc, everybody, head coach of the Philadelphia Union yeah, too. Put that down. All uh, right. Calls it Taylor Ham, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Most important thing we learned today. Um, all right. Thank you again, Marlon LeBlanc. We'll, uh, we'll move on. Uh, uh, with today's show, you got it going. Okay, cool. Yeah, it won't so, shut off. So, uh, how was that? Off. Thank you. Uh, thanks for all the questions, everybody. We appreciate it. Sorry for the ones that we did not get yeah, to. Dupesberg asked, "Who wins in an arm wrestling competition between Marlon and Jim?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great one. Star Less Sign Twenty Eight said, "I'm very afraid that Houston is repeating again, like last year. Oh, the U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup. Well, they didn't. There wasn't a U.S. Open Cup last year, but the last U.S. Open Cup." They did, which, by the way, was the the longest running uh, domestic competition before that. Did you know that? Uh, the FA Cup had a gap. U.S. Open Cup was the longest until that. Oh, until that. Yeah, bummer. Um, yeah, Houston uh, won against the Philadelphia Union in that U.S. Open Cup final. I think I think Philly Union have been runners up four times. I think three, but uh, I think four. We you know want to want to. Why was that? Why was the number? Three. Four, three, three, three. See, see, I told you it was three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did my research. Yeah. Right? Um, Michael Raymond said that was super Thanks cool. For the Thanks. Super chat, by the way. Yeah, 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 very much appreciate. Thank you for the super chat, Starless sign. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, shouts to uh, Marlon, and and again, shout out to the Philadelphia Union uh, again, welcoming us in their space. We are in Subaru Park. We're at the stadium. The stadium is just a couple feet uh, away from us. I don't think it switched to the wide. It did. Because we're not. This is the live. Uh, this is the feed oh, that everybody right. else sees. Okay, boom. There it is. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, so uh, seriously, we really uh, appreciate it. It's uh, we. You know, we said when we started doing the show. Uh, uh, when we took back the show, we start. We said we we're gonna do the show where everyone else is. So this is nice to be. This is the first. Uh, other city we're doing the show in. Yeah. Also, if you're jealous that we're in Philly and not in your hometown, hey, why don't you tell the people that work at your club <laughs> to hook us up and we'll come out. <laughs> That's it. Uh, hook us up. I, like we're trying to date your sister. Tell, tell the Vancouver Whitecaps we're super cool. We have a dope car. And we'll get her home before midnight, dude. Okay. And I swear, we have a job, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, look, regardless of whether we have one or not, we have money. Stop asking questions. Oh, man, you are really... I'm not asking you on a date. Uh, Justin Freeberry said, don't remind us about that, Christian. Yes, about the, the U.S. Open Cup <laughs> loss. But can he defeat one million lines? <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a watch-along where I make Christian watch this YouTube video that got me thinking about this philosophical question. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. 
Uh, Nick Red said, since you're in Philly, can you force Christian to eat a cheesesteak? You know what? That's what we're going to do. And one of the questions why was it, Patrick why is Gino's. It force? Because why? you don't eat food, dude. <laughs> you can ask. You know what you do? You stick your hand in a Tesla charger, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm full, man. <laughs> I can't. You're like a weird IT robot. Have you considered asking politely? I might, be, I might do <laughs> it. Never. Um, well, maybe we'll hit up circles and squares. Uh, Weston McKenney was trying to do a podcast at Chelsea. Is that, is that a thing? I don't know what that Why means. Why would Weston McKinney do one? <laughs> it, must be, it might be a relation to a joke that we did not get. Um, okay. Uh, Trevor Walter said, when y'all coming to Maui? Um, immediately. <laughs> you set it up, buddy. <laughs> With Maui FC. Uh, let's, let's go. Let's go. Maui. Wowie. Huh? <laughs> John's roast pork. Fire. By the way, I actually prefer their cheesesteak over the roast pork, and I think their roast pork is pretty great. I have no opinion on the matter because I don't know what he's talking about. John's roast pork is fire. You can sit outside. I like it. Okay. Um, so, the, uh, so, obviously, U.S. Open Cup is uh, starting back up tonight. This is, what, the third round, fourth round? Here's the real question. Does it still matter? Yeah, it does. There's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we've uh, <laughs> Wrap it up, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we did what we came to do. We drove two hours for that. Look, we haven't had a U.S. Open Cup since tw- uh, since 2019. But they didn't. They take away the uh, Concacaf Champions League qualifying position from the winner. Incorrect. They <laughs> the winner gets a, a CCL spot. I thought they took that away. They did not take it away. So it's, it's what is it? It's the winner of Supporter Shield. It's the MLS Cup winner, mm-hmm. Canadian Open Cup. Cup, and U.S. Open Cup. Oh. I think what they changed in with, uh, I, and I don't know if this is coming back, but it was um, had the the winners of the Western Conference, for, like first in Western Conference and Eastern Conference, or like if you win the Supporter Shield, the next best uh, w- got a CCL spot, which I think that's done, and now we're going back to how it normally was. If you, if you, okay, NYCFC won MLS Cup, they did very successful. Everyone's very happy. We consider that the pinnacle. Everyone? <laughs> Everyone involved. <laughs> I asked Red Bull The Philadelphia Union was never been more excited. <laughs> the Philadelphia Union went happy. <laughs> no, but like that's the pinnacle of the trophies, right? Yeah. Just below that, which one would you place? Would you say Supporter Shield or U.S. Open Cup? Um, I, yeah, so Supporter Shield is more difficult to attain, so I would say... Supporter Shield. Really? Then, I assumed you were going to go U.S. Open Cup. No, I mean, I, I would say U.S. Open Cup has the best bang for your buck. Mm. Okay? Beca- it's a discount. <laughs> I didn't know there was a value you win, meal You're an MLS team. You get, you get put in, what, the second round, third round? Mm-hmm. Uh, you win four, five games? I think it's four, five or six games that you have to win, and then you're in CCL. That's, that's a great deal. I would just focus on that. This is why I don't know why some of these coaches play, you know, academy players in these these matches have a lot of value. So you there should be obviously some players you don't want to overextend some of your first team players, but it can't be eight, nine academy kids. Right. Trying to trying to beat a team, you know that it, it plays in a beer league. Right, like right, you got to right. take it a little That's seriously. Literally <laughs> playing for their lives. Like, this is the greatest. It is. It has some value. So uh, remember when that liquor store beat DC United? That's Christos FC. That's Christos the one. FC, that's yeah. that's what I'm, what I'm kind of referencing. What you were referencing, <laughs> but I figured I'd extend that reference. Yeah, here's if remember Kansas City took the U.S. Open Cup super seriously for so long. Yeah, and they won it several times. Yeah, multiple times. They have the wall. Our yeah. friend was there, you know, uh, helping out. Um, I wonder. I wonder how much 
it plays into the whole idea. <laughs> Hold on. What? Andrew Johnson said, the Kinkos who made that whack banner was happy NYCFC. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it has to be the size of the pennant. <laughs> Which it's still, you know, I read it because it was funny and it did genuinely make me laugh. So it's all good. No, it's uh, still funny. <laughs> if you can crawl, you can play. It's <laughs> Get in here, you eight-year-old. We saw what you did in the park this weekend. No excuses, okay? We'll love to see a USL team in CCL. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Justin Freeberg said, surprised that both of y'all were able to drive down 95 on Alexis's scooter. <laughs> Again, Christian sat in front of me, with <laughs> staring directly in my eyes, yeah, correct, which correct. made it way more difficult. <laughs> uh, but the uh, as far as, as, yes, the U.S. Open Cup is... Um, is significant and and it's. Could you imagine us pulling off to charge four hours at a clip every hour? <laughs> the um, so I I, I would say it, it clearly has more uh value and and more important than let's say like an FA Cup. The winner of the FA Cup gets what? No, see the FA Cup was like heralded. It was the right, Queen's right, right. Cup but, for but a it, long time. I mean, it is it is heralded and it has a lot of history. But as far as its value, even like monetary value, maybe not monetary value, but. You, to be, if you won FA Cup and got into a, a, a Champions League spot, yo, people be going nutty. Yeah, yeah. Zach yeah. Steffen would not be starting in uh, in those games. <laughs> in those games, yeah. right? Because the, the, that that's it, it's the the it's too valuable. It's too valuable. To, the reward is too valuable. Right. So this is why I think uh, teams, especially MLS teams, should take it. A little bit more seriously. I'd even say the best bang for your buck is the Canadian Cup. Although now those Canadian Premier League teams are causing a little bit of a stir. Right, but it's usually always still an MLS team yeah. that wins it. Um, but the Thomas uh, said, U.S. Open Cup is best actual trophy of the three. That's a classy-looking cup. It is a classy-looking cup. Right? It has. I remember, a- if, you got, if you're an ugly cup, we ain't trying to win you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to Dr. Miami, bro. <laughs> that company's a BBL, bro. <laughs> I ain't trying to win that. I ain't mounting you anywhere. You going to sell my mantle? I nah. can't be out here with you. <laughs> this busted-ass, dusty-ass cup. <laughs> We're making the U.S. Open Cup self-conscious. <laughs> like, damn, bro. <laughs> why Why? That? Why is this trophy got body dysmorphia? <laughs> you ain't watched enough Kardashian, bro. I hate this cup. Uh, the uh, okay. PFC Manor said, "Being a USL guy, massive having uh, an MLS cl- club visit and makes for great stories of upsets like North Carolina, uh, Colorado hailstorm out of nowhere." Yeah, that was um, dope. Kids, th- was that this year or was that in 2019? Or the logo is dope. Right, no, that was this past. That, that was this year. This yeah. year? Okay, okay, I don't remember. Having Rebels coming to Hartford was a big moment. Okay, yeah, even Rebels were surprised because <laughs> there were fans there. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, so yeah, I, I think these um, uh, as far as the matchups, uh, I had them in front of me. Um, let's take a look at who will be playing uh, tonight. Yes, Orlando and Philadelphia, DC United uh, against Red Bull. So the the, the Atlantic Cup uh, happened in there. Detroit City FC against Louisville. So there's two USL sides uh, against each other. Uh, Miami against South Georgia. Tormenta, by the way, though, they're playing really well, South Georgia Tormenta, out of nowhere. Yeah, they won. Uh, who did they win against? They the- won against our boy, Mikey Lopez, Birmingham Legion. Right, right. I watched that match. He came in in the second half. Uh, uh, did a pretty good job, but not enough to beat uh, South Georgia Tormenta, which... Uh, you know, look, I don't know where they're the Cinderella story 
uh, kind of feel right now. Sure. As long as they beat Inter Miami, and again, it's Inter Miami. They actually might win. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Sporting KC in Dallas and LAFC Portland. And LAFC Portland is definitely yeah, just probably just feels like the most MLSy of matches. Mm. Uh, MLSy. Yeah, yeah. They have <laughs> they have they have a, a, a bit of a history. Remember, they got into uh, little little scuffles. They got they, those matches are always going to be fun. Um, so yeah, I I, I feel like uh, uh, what is it? NYCFC plays tomorrow against Rochester. Uh, and there's a couple of matches tomorrow. I don't. Uh, We'll talk about it's the later. chopped cheese versus the garbage plate. Mm, okay, you've so never had a garbage plate before. Right? I have not. I have not. I, I look at the name of it. You think I'm gonna order that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he ain't having it. If I told you just three of the ingredients that are in a garbage plate, you wouldn't go near it. Uh, Freddie, I like what I said. I'll be at, at Orlando, Philly, forty dollars club seats with food and booze. I'm in. That's a great deal. That's the Freddie I like on special <laughs> right there. Yo, Freddie will find a craft brewery <laughs> anywhere, bro. You put him on Mars. You'd be like, Yo, did you know about this guy <laughs> over here? Uh, Joe Whitlock said ATL is basically down to their reserve team at this point. Anyway, we should talk about that because Atlanta United are down bad. Miles Robinson another, in- another injured. Injury. Another U.S. men's national team player yeah. pulling up lame. Yeah, I hate to see it. Uh, tore his Achilles. Uh, yeah. and, and then the conversations are always about the uh, turf and the artificial turf. And Apparently we- he punched the turf as soon as it happened. Yeah, he really was like mad. He was look. He. He was pointing. It was like, how could you do this to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I thought we were friends. <laughs> but apparently they changed it in the offseason, and everyone hates it. They changed the turf. I don't know. I don't know what that means, everyone hates it. When you say, who's Players everyone? Players have been complaining about it. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that, but I have seen. Yeah, actually, you did. You saw one you just talked about. <laughs> you see, he punched yeah. it. That's a complaint. But it's, I mean, it's it. in the moment. You can't. Uh, look, Brad Guzan also tore um, uh, his Achilles uh, on, on the same field. The um, look, the, the I, I saw the uh, head coach uh, uh, Gonzalo Pineda basically say like that. They're um, obviously the, the team that handles the pitch, uh, their physios, their sports scientists. They they all are on top of this stuff, and they, nobody, you know, they're not they're not going to blame the pitch um, because why would they? But from all like I'm now I'm I'm, I'm I've seen all these statistics, and, and a lot of people are saying that. That there there are as many um, injuries on grass and th- that as you know similar to uh, artificial turf, but artificial turf what they're seeing a, more of is Achilles injuries. But you see ACLs on grass and turf evenly. But the problem is, is to that my the, understanding, the grass isn't causing those injuries, whereas the turf is. So maybe there's an even amount of injuries on both. Maybe there's some type of pull and play there. Yeah, but the turf is what's causing. Those injuries, but see, but there's no hard evidence to suggest that. Well, that's maybe, all I'm saying. Maybe you just didn't massage its back a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the evidence just needs some time to get hard, dude. Uh, Andrew said, uh, Andrew Johnson, didn't they switch to the recycled tire turf? I know that there's they a new made a change. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I assume they made the change, and I would hope that it is an improvement. But we're seeing. I might mean, be, might it's be just for the NFL team. But these injuries, because like, even Joseph Martinez was not injured in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was injured somewhere else. Um, but the I don't remember. It, they they were just in a bad spot. Ozzy Alonso also hurt, but he was not hurt. Um, He's also a little older. That's a bit more understandable. Still, dude. I mean, it more. It just it just shows the situation that they're in, and right. they uh, they they don't have uh, they they don't have depth. They they they're missing. Huge, huge players, and then but then let's talk about Miles Robinson because now 
obviously he was go- going to the World Cup. He was going to – It looked like hit, it. Him and Walker Zimmerman were one and two, uh, and that, I think that was the expectation everybody had. And, it, you know, that is very unlikely now, uh, given that this injury takes usually about at least nine, ten months at, you know, being – I know he had the surgery. They haven't said what his recovery period. Yeah, it is takes yet. it takes a while, but he's a he's a young dude. I hope he can make it, but then that uh, puts into question who is going to replace him at center back for the U.S. men's national team. So what? What? Uh, Hurry up, Aronson family! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, can we get a cousin? We don't know about somebody out here. The uh, but who's remaining? It's obviously that that have haven't been called in recently. It's uh, John Brooks, Tim Ream, Tim Ream. Um, who else? Anybody else? Uh, Aaron Long. Uh, Mark McKenzie. Mark McKenzie, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. been called in, so he's, he should uh, – I expect him to be there right. as one of the, the center backs called in. But, you know – Carmen – what's his – Carter Vickers? Uh, Cameron Carter Vickers, yeah. but he's a full – He's a right back, isn't he? Full back, I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, but who, who would you want replacing Miles Robinson right now? I said we go three at the back. Screw it. <laughs> what is, I don't even know what that means, but you know what three at the back. I know what means. three in the back. When you said screw it, I don't. What is this? Uh, Doesn't uh, Greg Berhalter tends to play four at the back? He does. You know. You know who would make a great center back? James Hands. Okay, that's interesting. I, no, I, I'm glad you said that because I, that's what I thought when I said it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him at center back. Not at, if uh, we're talking about the World Cup, we're going to World Cup. You want. James Sands, center back. You know why? Because you don't. Your center back doesn't have to sit back the entire time. He can bring the fall the ball forward, which fits in a Greg Berhalter system, similar to the way like Ben White will sometimes bring the ball up. But right, but then James Sands, someone else will slide in. As James a, Sands is a great passer, right? A uh, great defender. Uh huh. He's not really dribbling. He's not moving the ball no, no, no. past, you don't want him past to the line. The ball like he's not going to all of a sudden become your number ten. But he can move up into that space. Freddie becomes Alec- an even better passer. Freddie Alakon said Carter Vickers is a center back. Okay, thank you for the clarification. I did not know. Go. Give Aaron Long a shot. The um, you mean like a long shot? <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Long, boom. because he was injured for a long time. Uh, he had the ACL, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and I is obviously he just. I think he scored this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, Aaron Long probably. Um, Richards, def- I believe, is also injured. Damn. Chris Richards, that's right. Oh, that, he was the other one that I, I had forgotten. Jeez. Uh, but he should be fine for, for, uh, for the World Cup. So, so that, yeah, begs the question. John, so pairing with Walker Zimmerman, first game of the World Cup, do we want, is it Walker Zimmerman and Chris Richards or maybe John Brooks? Assuming it's four at the back. I can see the John Brooks-Walker Zimmerman pairing working best. Because John Brooks, everybody, you know, everybody can't understand why he hasn't been called in. He's playing well for Wolfsburg. Right. But Greg is just – he's been very vague about why he's not calling him in. Just like – He knows what he did. You know, all of that. <laughs> Which is – you don't want – if you're a soccer player, you don't want to be in that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I really wish you would tell us, me and the media. <laughs> um. But I would be I would be confident and comfortable with uh, with John Brooks there for sure. Um, yeah, and- John Brooks seems like a stable force. So does uh, Zimmerman. Great on set pieces mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Not but, not my you think, not my favorite ball carry. You think Greg leaves him out anyway because for whatever happened. I I hope not. <laughs> 
Right? It would seem pretty crazy if he if he left them off. But it's also so petty that I kind of like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I kind of mess with it. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. That's <laughs> what you do, dog. It's my kind of Don't guy. ever do it again. <laughs> you know, I know you don't know what it is, but psh, you need to think long and hard. Freddie uh, said, call up Tim Parker and be done with it. Tim Parker was, was, he was, pretty, he was pretty good at Rebel. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, the, the, the competition is I'd fierce. rather have Tim Ream than Tim Parker. Okay. Tim Ream, I, I think, will... If if Elder Brooks statesman by that time, yeah. It, if Brooks is left off, um, which I think would be strange, Tim Ream I think is, I yeah I think that's his spot. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I mean Fulham dominated uh, the championship. They won. Uh, they they won in England. Their the English championship scored forty one goals. Yeah, yeah. They, Ridiculous. <laughs> so they they absolutely dominated the championship. Uh, who and knows? He's going to score seven in the Premier League. Mitrovic. Yeah. Who knows how they're going to do uh, when they're in the Premier League? But the yeah uh, yeah, it feels like Tim Marim is probably going to get that spot. Okay. Uh, these two says up, boys. What's Sub good? These two. Again, uh, a reminder: we are here uh, at Subaru Park. In a nice cold brew just said, "Yup, Brooks won't play for us again." LOL. What happened, <laughs> bro? Hey, do you know something we don't? Man, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, again, shout out to the Philadelphia Union welcoming us uh, here at Subaru Park. We are in the stadium. We're currently at the Su- Subaru Esports. Hub where they do, uh, but they do do a bunch of FIFA tournaments and uh, stuff out room. here. This is Super Smash Brothers. Bro, room. he walked in here. He was like, "Oh, you guys are using uh, E48 couplers. Very nice." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my my favorite rapper, E48. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on that scissor. Um, what you gonna call it? Let me ask you because we we were supposed to talk about refereeing. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of missed calls. So when VAR started, we talked about this. Was this going to take away our ability? to talk about these big, dumb calls. And apparently it's only increased it. Now we have more angles to prove the referees don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's what, yeah, we could check their work. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at this, so one of the, one of the biggest points of frustration was the NWSL uh, Challenge Cup final. Um, handball, literally the dying seconds of the match. Well, this is, yeah, the semifinal. This is the semifinal, sorry. Right, right, right. The semifinal, uh, oh, rain against the spirit. And uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people saw this. This was a, a pretty wild non-call at the end of the game. There's a corner kick, uh, and I, I, I apologize because I can't remember who uh, who is it that 100 percent grabbed the ball. <laughs> yeah, no, hit it with their with their elbow and forearm. Right, um, but does this does this make the sport more exciting? Is getting every call right really that important? Because it's never actually happened. Look at the camera and ask that question. <laughs> it's never actually happened. No, I'm being serious. Right, when it's against your team, you are furious. But it's, we've never had, per, like, a game called perfectly. Oh, yeah. The, of course not. Yeah. But, but uh, game-changing calls that will directly can you, affect you, the result. You can't quantify any call because one extra, you know, warning creates an earlier yellow. In the, in the, in the scheme of things, they're all game-changing. That's how rules go. Okay. We've never had a perfect called match. There's no such thing as a perfect referee. So to some degree, I hate it when, when uh, Bethany Balser put up that she spoke to the sideline official who didn't call an offside and said, how did you know? No, so it's not, it wasn't an offside. It was a, a, a goal line clearance. A goal line clearance. So the, basically, she felt that she cleared the ball. This was in the regular season. She cleared the ball on the, off the line. It hit the bottom of the post and, and went out. But... The referee called a goal. Right. So she said, how did you see it if I was blocking you? Right. And he said, I'm taller than you. Which is like, <laughs> that's not how it works. 
She was like, I don't, you're not 19 foot tall. You know, you're over there. Wait, you refereeing from a drone? Yeah. How do you know? Are you strapped to one of those, like, you know, Mission Impossible grappling hooks? The answer is no. So she said, uh, you know, you didn't get the call right, essentially. And he goes, who cares? It's just a goal. Right, yeah. It's just a goal. But then my counterpoint to that is, as shitty as that feels, and as terrible as that is, and we do want better officials, they're never going to get it 100% right. So should we really be worried about it? <laughs> well, um, it, the question you're asking, should we, should we be worried about it, is, uh, yeah, you, we should be worried about it. Maybe not. Why don't you tell me why as opposed to just tell me. Right. So, I, and I, I will in a second. So I, I, I'm, I have the tweet up uh, so you can, uh, everybody watching on YouTube, you can see. Uh, but Alexis, uh, you know, quoted it correctly. But the, 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 wow. That's almost like I've been given credit for something <laughs> the, the main issue is definitely uh, the, the poor refereeing is, and we saw it in the Challenge Cup final. When you have poor refereeing, you have players taking bigger risks. They taking they take more reckless challenges, especially as matches are more important. I wouldn't blame the refereeing for that, but I would suggest that what you had said earlier before we started, which is having such an important competition be a preseason tournament, creates kind of a, a powder keg. Right. Uh, and I, I think I, w- I was uh, speaking about this with uh, – it might have been Taylor. Uh, I, I don't remember who I was speaking uh, when, when One uh, Taylor uh, co-hosted. But the, the Challenge Cup, you know, is it, is it an important tournament? Is it a preseason tournament that we're just like we're all – we're just getting ready for the regular season? Or uh, because of the, the prize money, is it – are we busting our ass to try to win this? And we saw that in the final, so many reckless challenges. You saw Ashley Hatch – uh, kick, uh, er, uh, I forgot her first name, Urseg. Um, kick, if you don't know, it was like a 300 kick from the movie 300. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, I mean, studs to the ribs, mm-hmm. bro. Like, it was a, uh, look, and I'm not, it wasn't intentional, but. No, it, Ashley Hatch is a wonderful person. It wasn't, it wasn't. It was a foul. It was a foul. Yeah, Deserved yeah. the, uh, at least a yellow, uh-huh. at least some being like. Hey, don't do that again. Uh, bow, bow, <laughs> something. Bow, bow. You know, go to your room. Yeah. Think about what you did. Oh, we're gonna have to apologize for this. You need to give. <laughs> you need to write a letter to your congressperson. Uh, Somebody. So the um, the so that that's my main issue with it. it it's not. Uh, yeah, you, of course you you don't expect to get every single call right, uh, and, and I don't think anybody's asking for that. But when you when players are genuinely like. In some danger right. because the players—they're just trying to win the game. They—they, uh, you know, win a trophy. You want them to, to to try their best, but trying their best sometimes means I'm going to destroy some other woman's ankles. But also, we've talked about how you know, even though most of the time the women's league is wildly physical, it's not called the same. No, not at all. I, not at all. Which that, I think is a, is an unfair balance. Yeah, and know? that had—you know—I I had tweeted about like maybe NWSL should have VAR, which I. You know, I think it should. It would be helpful. A hundred percent. But it, it seems like even without VAR, the 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 quality of the refereeing seems to be a, a huge concern because there, there at seems the very to, least it's like a no blood, no foul kind of uh, calling of a game. I just I don't know why NWSL referees are so conservative with yellow cards. It really makes no Get sense it to out me. There. There, there, There's just, a reason it's put in your pocket. <laughs> this week, and there was one, I think, Angel City, uh, where like it was a headlock, and like 
it was just WWE move. Yeah. And nothing. It just it seems like stuff that's. Well, I, you know, I got to be honest. I don't know why they put the turnbuckle out there. I mean, this is causing problems. <laughs> okay, it's one of the Angel City owners, like uh, a wrestler as yeah. well, whatever. It's. Um, it's By the way, uh, what was it? Um, Joe Whitlock put Alexis in the quotes because let me ask you a question. Now disregard it because it's impossible to answer. <laughs> that's about the referee. Uh, Freddie Alarcon said that file deserved La Chancla. Bro, <laughs> you should get a bunch of Latin moms out there. VAR aren't going to handle it. Trust me, they will. Okay, the fourth, if, if the fourth referee right. is your grandmother with that's a chancla, oh okay. <laughs> let me tell you something. Better not be the physio because uh, Sana Sana is <laughs> not going to work. Culito de rana. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> get off me. I just pulled a hammy, abuela. <laughs> that's what Miles Robinson needed, right? Torres <laughs> Achilles, your Sana Sana Culito de rana. Right? And a little bit of uh, ropa vieja. And all of okay. a sudden you feel and better. Vi- and viva Peru, and you're good yeah. to go. Get back out <laughs> there. Breathe it in. You got to breathe it in. So, uh, no, it, it, it seems like um, – th- so this is my issue, and, I, and we're starting – we see it in MLS as well. The more teams you have, the more matches you have, the more referees you require, then now it starts – You're watering down the talent pool. You're, you're, of the referees. Right. The, the referee – pool is getting a bit diluted because we have referee relegation now we're now we're talking okay you okay. <laughs> wanted promotion relegation that's what the pro and pro referee stands for dog okay you didn't realize it is, but it is a, a concern especially in nwsl right we saw the call uh uh, uh Chris said nwsl refs have to pay for their own yellow cards <laughs> so they don't want to use them <laughs> It sounds like, um, you know, uh, teachers that live in poor school districts that have to buy their own school supplies. It's the same thing. (laughs) These referees are out at Office Max in the beginning of the year buying yellow cardboard. It's it's insane because, look, if they just got calls wrong and people were mad at them, I would be like, okay, yeah, this is how refereeing is. But it is actually putting players in danger. You know what would be cool is if you got a yellow card, they put it like stuck to your forehead. Okay. Wouldn't that be cool? I lowered it because you can't shut it off. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. Wouldn't that be cool? You just run around with a yellow on your forehead? <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I don't think I solved anything here, but I do think it's a good idea. <laughs> Joe Willock said, MLS should become a retirement league for EPL refs, right? You know what, actually? Yo, DP refs. We've talked about this on the show before. Right, right. It's not a bad idea. We should have designated uh, player refs. <laughs> so the... Um, but also EPL, hey, no leagues. Like, we got great refs. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. It just, it's Every just, league is like, they're, they're deaf and blind, you know? But the, 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 the semifinal... And we we saw. I think Jess Fishlock had, had uh, tweeted, uh, you know, an upset tweet because she was very upset. Wanted to obviously That's why she's in the uh, thumbnail <laughs> because she obviously wanted to play in uh, in the final, mm-hmm. um, and and for it to be. I would say taken away. They lost in penalties. You feel robbed. You feel robbed. One hundred percent. I mean, that Especially was Especially because there's a purse attached to it. There's money. That yeah. You win. And there's. Uh, I mean, it was just. It was clear. It was just a, such an obvious handball. Is this an NWSL money issue? You think? What do you mean? The the refereeing? Like they're not paid enough to get good referees? I don't know. That's I would a question. I'm I would assume if you're refereeing at that level, you know, you got the credentials. You should uh, know what you're doing. Like in the final, there was a uh, I forgot who 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 did uh, who, t- who placed the tackle, but on um, on the, the the Brazilian forward, the 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 from the Binha. Not the Binha, uh, the new uh, Car- Carolina. Carolina, I believe her name is. The Binha got injured. No, she was in there. She played that game. Okay. Um, Carolina, she's a new player. Uh, she's just been there for a, a couple of weeks, but she got fouled in the box, uh, kind of on, on a breakaway, and 
it was, I mean, her ankle, she had to leave the game pretty soon after, uh, but her ankle, like, got rocked. And it was, the, 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 maybe the positioning of the referee, of the center referee, maybe didn't, from behind, the, the, the referee, there's no way the referee thought she got the ball, like got all ball. She couldn't see it. There's no way. So maybe that's when the assistant referee uh, has an opinion there or says something. But she clearly injured this player. Uh, hear the train? <laughs> Sorry, we're um, we're living in <laughs> we're living in the 1920s here, apparently. Um, but the, but that who call- are they warning? <laughs> what's that- the what's the whistle for? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, I, I think there's a. Um, like a, for, cars can cross the track, so they probably have to ring. The, no, that's when the the bars come down. I don't, maybe that's the what's bars happening. don't come down. They're like, nah, I don't hear a horn. That's what. So but we even if they, there isn't a barrel of even metal if, traveling, even if the bar comes down, they still honk the horn because there might be. This happens in, in New Jersey, New Jersey Transit, where cars get stuck on the on the actual tracks, and or people may not be aware or something. People are people are ridiculous. I don't know if you've met people, Alexis. <laughs> you know what? Um, we need NBA refs. They call everything yeah, except travels. Uh, the only thing i don't like about var is that they still relies on the uh center ref being willing to say they were wrong on a call i mean but yeah like they have to who i mean hopefully they don't have an ego and can let it go uh and and go with the right call so i mean we've met refs before ego is a part of it for sure sure which you have to have because everyone's telling you you're wrong 24 7 yeah yeah Uh, uh, players are trying to get away with a little bit extra it's a diff- it's a difficult gig. Um, oh, Robin Skinny said ATL just scored a goal because of the, the train. Oh, hilarious! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so no, but a big concern. And then the other one, uh, yeah, I mentioned in, in uh, Toronto. Toronto played against Vancouver, and I, I should just show this because this was ridiculous. I, this was on this is on Twitter. Um, I, I'll just I'll just uh, show it to you guys because this is and and you guys can give your opinion on this uh, on this call. Uh, this is the Toronto FC. The Toronto FC. Uh, Aren't we going to get dinged for this again? Nah, bro. Who cares, bro? We're yeah, th- we don't need to monetize any of these videos. <laughs> this is what this was not given as a goal. Uh, keeper hits it off like two great, two saves, great saves. But he loses the ball, loses the ball, and clearly doesn't have possession of the ball. It wasn't kicked out of his hand. It's, it's, it, the ball is just not in his hands, not in his grasp, and he does the – he fakes – you know, you don't see this from keepers too often, but he, he fakes a hand injury. I don't even think he got touched. I think he fakes a face injury. I think he fakes that he got kicked in the face. I don't know. It looks like I, – I think he, he's holding onto his hand. No, he's holding his face, dude. Well, even if – he got the ball first, so maybe if there was contact – it was like the ball, the pre, the the force, the, the follow ball. through, maybe the follow through. Nah, it looked of, like you got mafia kicked in the face. <laughs> That's what it looks like. This this is a weird uh, one to call back. I also don't. But here's the thing: we've now watched this thirty times before, and now this. Mm-hmm. I can't see any way where this is him having possession. Yeah, I mean, the more you see it, there's nothing. Uh, to suggest that he had control of that ball. That's what I'm saying. So I don't understand where what VAR saw. Uh, so maybe you guys are right. Uh, NFL, uh, NFL, MLS refs or pro referees don't want to admit they're wrong. Is that it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I I, th- I believe VAR looked at this uh, at this call, 
And uh, oh, Freddie Alacon said he was subbed off after that injury. Oh, okay, but see, but even still, look, uh, uh, an ice cobra said he bobbled it unforced. Ball is live. Goal, goal should stand. Thank you. Yeah, nice yeah. It, there might have incidental contact, and he, he might have got hit, but the he lost the ball. Right. Uh, so to take that, and then Toronto loses one nil. Uh, so to to add to the to the heartbreak uh, of that loss, but this is to, to me, this is clearly a bad call, unfortunate injury. Right. But a bad, a very, very bad call. But it's also a bad call because it went to VAR. Right. And they were like, nah, we don't see it. Like, How do you not see it? Everyone else sees it. Uh, just pretty wild. I mean, so it's, it's, it's been, a, 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 you know, the, the last few days. It's, it's just compounding these, these, uh, these errors and uh, are, are quite a concern. I, I would hope, especially for NWSL, because that seems, that's where it seems uh, more. There's also so much interest in the league right now to have dumb calls go you know for the for new fans to walk away with these referees don't know what they're doing as opposed to look at the skill and talent that's on display right, right. that's not what you want but also i do think to some degree that frustration is like fans remember missed calls from like 10 15 20 years ago you know what i mean um pro issued uh thomas said pro issued an an apology quote an apology to jim Curtin after they blew a non-red call on kai wagner uh, so I guess we're even Stevens. Uh, was, I think, was that also um, against Toronto? I think so. Maybe, but a, here, a couple weeks ago. Is, is an apology enough? You don't get points in the table for an apology. That'd be nice if you did, though. Right? You go up to, you go, you got to go up to Garber's office, be like, how many points do I get for this apology? It's, we, we counted, it's 180 words. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, it's like uh, trading your points at a, at like right, a, right, right. At a, at a at carnival. An You're at an arcade, you get the, how many it's, tickets is that apology? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a, a big, big concern. Uh, um, so, yeah, it, like I said, I, I, and I think for NWSL, it just feels a, a bit more reckless because I think it can lead to more uh, injuries when these these games have to be – it's not even just simply refereed as, like, you know, uh, calling balls and strikes. It's like you have to be a little bit like, uh, you know – Keep everybody at bay. Like you can't, you can't be knifing each other in in in, in the playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't come <laughs> out with some slap shot type. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta relax. And also, the you know, very different in baseball. I mean, obviously, other than like headshots and stuff like that. But in baseball, um, a missed strike call or a missed ball call doesn't potentially end someone else's career. Right. Like what can happen in in a, in a soccer match? So you know, hopefully, these things get taken care of. Okay, um, let's take a quick look at the MLS. Uh, this is his favorite thing to do, folks. Table. Unless, is there something else you would like to discuss, Alexis? No, no, no. this is fine with me. Is, <laughs> I'm just letting people know this is your favorite part of it. <laughs> because he loves looking we, at the table. We're currently at Subaru Park. Uh, the Philadelphia Union uh, are leading the Eastern Conference uh, with 19 points. Uh, and I want to Red uh, Philadelphia are playing uh, New York Red Bulls this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is there's a fascinating stat here because the, the New York Red Bulls um, have not won a game at home. They cannot win at home. They've drawn two and lost. Um, oh, they they've lost two and and drawn three. Um, but they've won every single game away. They hate their fans. <laughs> I think that's why you got to look. At it. <laughs> okay, we we figured it out. All right. They don't want to. They don't want to see <laughs> their fans smiling uh-huh. uh, at Rebel Arena. But c- pretty surreal. I've never really seen 
anything really like this. I mean, uh, it's just the beginning of the season. I it's hard. But for to me win, to I understand maybe not winning any of your games at home, like. You know, FC Cincinnati exists, so we understand. Right. They're doing better. <laughs> They're doing better this They're year. They're doing better. But to win all of your, not even draw, to win all of your games away, right? that really says something about, I mean, there's, look, and they're playing this Saturday uh, away here at Subaru Park. So I, I, I think we were talking to somebody on the, the union staff, and I said, oh, you know, the Rebels haven't lost. They've won every game away. They're like, oh, really? Oh, oh. <laughs> Should we play this game at Rebel <laughs> Arena? <laughs> um, but well, pretty surprising. I, it, it's kind of impressive to, just to have that kind of stat line. But I, I'm sure it's, a, it, it's disappointing for Rebels fans for, uh, to not to, to be able to win uh, one at home, which is when the team seems like they're in, a, you know, in pretty good form. Um, okay. The, uh, I, I, yeah, I was, at, I was at the game for uh, NYCFC played against Sporting Kansas City. You got to see Kyrie Shelton mm. back, uh, back in uh, City Field, right? Uh, and uh, Where, that he also didn't score just like he did when he, <laughs> he played did. here. He, he, like they, they, they had him on lock, but it was nil nil. He's game. had a great career though. I, I would say so. He had yeah. a pretty last season, right? He did pretty weak. He got like seven, eight goals, I think, yeah. for uh, for uh, Sporting Kansas City. Um, West, First player to recognize us. Right. Uh, I'll, we'll always uh, remember that. Good, good dude. Okay. Uh, LAFC is leading in the Western Conference, and they had a great game. Philadelphia Union did play against LAFC. That, and That's right. That ended 2-2. Uh, I'm sure they had the lead and uh, and gave it up, so it was, uh, disappointing. Oh, you know, actually, we, we could probably wrap uh, here because it's probably a, a pretty big issue. Austin FC, have you heard about what's going on um, with their uh, designated player, Cecilio Dominguez? I've heard a little bit about it so just to catch everybody up so obviously he got um uh, suspended i don't know if suspended is the right word but he um is not playing because he was there was an investigation for uh domestic abuse domestic abuse yeah and there's a it's there's a strange sort of thing going on especially with the fan base we saw it at the stadium they had a, a lot of uh signs for uh, you know, like uh, domestic abuse, like a, a hotline and, and just mm-hmm. uh, trying to help uh, victims of domestic violence. And the so, so to my understanding from from uh, so the, the fans don't want him to play. Uh, right. The the MLS re- did reinstate him. There was an investigation. Uh, so that, that's what from what I've heard, I'm assuming it was inconclusive. I would. I, I don't to know. To reinstate a player? Yeah, I don't know if it's. Incon- I don't know if inconclusive is the word. I think they couldn't prove. They, so, to, to my understanding, that there there wasn't physical violence, but there was like emotional abuse. So that's uh, and to the point where uh, it was a the 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 victim. I think told somebody in uh, on the team, and someone in the team reported it to like the front office, right. and then the front office reported it to uh, to Major League Soccer. So it, it seems in like in order to reinstate someone, they I would assume they the it had to be inconclusive that there was no evidence of abuse. Yes, whether, so, whether physical or not. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 so I can't say. It seems, so this is the, 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 the gray area that I think this is where fans don't know exactly how to feel. They don't know. Like, it, it seems like there, there's not clear evidence that he was physically violent, but, but he did something. And, and there's apparently another story of, of I, I believe it was in Argentina in, like, 2016, uh, um, another I think the charges were dropped, but uh, another like domestic uh, uh, violence case. So 
the because he's currently in counseling, uh, uh, to my knowledge, and uh, but this is putting fans in this weird spot where they don't know should they be supporting this player again? Do they want him on the team? Some people do, some people don't. Some people say like, well, if they're if he's getting help, maybe that is uh, that is uh, sort of enough. I mean, I'm I'm happy that he's getting help so yeah. that this doesn't continue to happen. But I would say it's up to the victim. Okay. You know, how does the victim feel about having this player go back and, and sort of continue to, you know, be a superstar? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, look, for a, uh, you know, obviously this is their second year, right, uh, for Austin FC. Right. Um, it's, you know, like, it, it gets, it was, like, it's fun in games, first season, you have the green lights and everything. And right. then, you know, obviously it becomes a, a much more serious issue and fans have to uh, come to terms with what they uh, sort of expect of their, their team. And it's hard their to grapple front with office. something like this because you don't want to support someone who's a bad person. Right. But if, if, there's no, if there's nothing you can do about that, it kind of puts you in a precarious position. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, look, I, I don't know if— You don't want to boo your own player for scoring, Right. right? You you and you don't know like if um, you know we haven't heard anything from uh, Cecilia. We don't know uh, if there will ever be any kind of uh, statement or anything like that. Um, and as Colbert said, if only we could trust the authorities to conduct thorough and objective <laughs> investigations. Look, it's 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 kind it, of agree with you there. It's interesting because it's like it is an issue of trust, but then it's also what can these invest what can they prove? Right, they have to. They have to find evidence. They have to prove something. Right. So there is a burden on their part to say, like, he definitely did and something. And the police weren't involved. I don't know. I don't know all the details, so I, and I don't want to uh, uh, speculate. But I, this is, uh, that is what I know so far. I know he is reinstated. So if, if, if there is a reinstatement, there's either not enough proof to say that he did do something wrong or there's some belief, maybe on the club's part, to say, like, Maybe he did do something wrong, but we can help this guy. Is this train showing up in this room? <laughs> Why is it getting louder? Um, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully that the, the, it all clears itself up because it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Domestic abuse isn't just physical, so hopefully that that all clears up. Exactly, exactly. Pretty uh, terrible. The train agrees with us. Um, I do want to talk about one more thing because a it. former MLS player. Doing really well in Germany. The train, right? This sounds like the train is like trying to get involved in the conversation, doesn't it? It's like only it's trying to block out everything I'm saying. Just, I have two cents, you know. <laughs> um, wants to be on the podcast, uh, Alfonso Davies. All oh, right. Have you seen this? I have seen this. Okay, we tweeted it out. Can we play this, or is this? I don't know if it's official. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I'll show the. Uh, I'll show the video with the audio. Um, but yeah, Alfonso Davies, he's it, doing a lot. He's a he's a TikTok star. And he's great at TikTok. I'm a, he is uh, incredible at TikTok. I'm a fan of it. He's TikTok. still injured, if I'm not mistaken. So he's got a lot of time on his hands. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he took his broken hand into a studio. Yep. And he recorded a drill track. <laughs> I think we can play it, right? I we you know hey, this what is not, this is not a license. He's not putting this. Is this out like on Spotify? I don't think it's on Spotify, but it's out. It's out. You know what? We're gonna play it. Okay, Alfonso Davies has a song. I mean, it, it's so this is my, this is my issue with it. Some of the lyrics are pretty wild <laughs> for a kid who was a professional footballer at sixteen. <laughs> so look, Alfonso Davies is growing up in front of our eyes, right? And and this is. He is a 
Let's just play. Let's play. It's it's a couple. I'll play a couple seconds of it. All right, here it goes. Oh wait. Let me make sure you guys can hear it. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, yeah, you guys can hear it. So here it goes. I can go itch. No. Every time I grab on a stick, yeah. You know I'm getting rich, getting rich. Getting that people, I'm getting that money. Let's stop. You think it's just funny? It's funny. Hop on this beat, yeah, now I go dummy. Uh huh. Put up with a big man, you know I got big sacks, broke that nigga like kick cap. That's how you fix that, these niggas all big cap. Henny in my hand, got a sip, got a sip that. Girl, my dick like an acrobat. What? Give me two weird on money, yeah. I put up to the scene, have a heart attack. Huh? Fuck around, put out the fucking slap. Hey. Okay. Meanwhile, he's very public <laughs> about his loving relationship with Jordan uh, Hutema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> uh, it, here's the thing: a drill, drill's a very aggressive form of hip hop, right? And it, it's a, it's not just a, a form of music; it's a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually, the things that are said in in drill music have repercussions in real life. <laughs> uh, and you know, he's talking about getting top. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, all I want to say is so that I get in trouble. He's getting sloppy toppy, you know, uh, from your girl. He's talking about uh, splitting like a Kit Kat. He's talking about, I even posted, I was like, don't worry, Bayern Munich. The straps he's talking about getting are these, and it's the workout straps. Because I'm, I, I don't want the kid to get in trouble either. But how old is he now, 21? Uh, I don't even think he's in his 20s. Isn't he like 19? No, no. He's got to be 21 now. No, I don't think so. How yes. Old is, how old is Alfonso Davies? That's confirmed. Well, this is this is this is why we're asking because he see he's twenty one. He is such a whole, wholesome young man. This is my issue with so this. We <laughs> so sweet, we thought. He's a sweet. He's a sweet boy. Remember when Drake followed him? It all went downhill after that. Okay, I don't know. I mean, downhill. He had just one Champions League. Yeah, but now he's doing <laughs> he's doing bad drill tracks <laughs> with his friends. It's, this is the problem with a lot of. Kids with money. <laughs> no, with hip hop, with especially this with drill, it, it's it's you can't just be a good rapper. And I'm not calling Alfonso Davies a good rapper, but please don't. I would. I, he ain't bad. <laughs> he ain't He's bad. Not, he ain't bad. But there's there is. Is this his? Uh, you know, like when uh, what's his name? Uh, Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Somebody just asked this question. Is uh, who was it? Robin. Better or worse than Clint Dempsey? See, I I so I think Clint Dempsey has stayed away from that. He's never talked about it. That track. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's happy that it, he doesn't like being he doesn't like it referenced. But but uh, but as far as to me, Clint Dempsey is more about that life than Alfonso Davies. He's from Nagadoches, <laughs> so that's why. Here's the thing: it's, it's a more, small town, and we all know about Nagadoches. Like it's, it's more, it's like more believable right. from Clint than right. it is Alfonso. Alfonso Davies is like uh, wholesome is a good way to put it. He's like a nice guy. He's all all Alfonso a- Davies will help your grandmother cross street. Ain't <laughs> no robber, you know what I mean? Because uh, who allowed this to happen? Bayern Munich doesn't seem like the type of organization that wants <laughs> their 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 players being rappers. I don't know because we've seen like Robert Lewandowski do terrible TikTok dances. Horrific TikTok. Are dances. those more embarrassing than this? Have you seen one recently? Uh, it's been a minute. I think I think Bayern <laughs> Munich got on the phone and was like, "Hey, yo, Lewandowski, you ain't Lewandowski. <laughs> you need to cut it out." Because this, um, look, I don't know. Look, I, clearly, is he Alfonso? Bayern, Bayern does nothing. The Bayern Munich does nothing but succeed, and Alfonso Davies. But they're a- they're a machine. They're an institution yeah. of, of of success and and properness. I don't know about that. They, they, their players have character and identity. I wouldn't not, say not crazy. The most loose we've ever seen them is Oktoberfest. 
<laughs> you know, they throw beers on each other and stuff when they when they're. Is he Alfonso Drillvies now? <laughs> is that who he is? Uh, it is. Look, all I'll say, I'll say this: it's a cause for concern. This this music video, okay? I'm like, I, I feel like, uh, Dad, you feel like a, I feel a, like, a, like I, a worried stepdad. Yes, I, I'm I, like, I, I can't Alfonso. be the one to say it, but somebody needs to say. It. Okay, I feel like. You know, like a concerned immigrant father. It's like, well, this is going to make us look bad. Right, to, right. To, to the, the village is going to start asking <laughs> questions. Um, the actual, Jess Howen said, uh, actual question, uh, better or worse than Sergio Ramos's rap tracks? Wait a minute. Hold on. I've never heard Everybody of this. Everybody stop what you're doing. Does Sergio Ramos have Sergio Ramos rap? <laughs> I guess we're going to have to look this up. Sergio, what? Like like reggaeton or like like oh rap God. rap? He's got a couple of tracks. Hold. Sin miedo, iluminado. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is news to me. I don't know if we can play these. Are these licensed tracks? Quién me salva a mí? <laughs> Who's gonna save me, bro? Um. Okay. I. The answer is yes. No, they, Sergio these Ramos are on YouTube, so I don't want to play them straight from YouTube. No, no we're going to get in serious <laughs> trouble. We might get two-footed. <laughs> um, okay, but we might have to, maybe for Patreon or something, we'll, we'll dedicate time to... We'll do some uh, Sergio Ramos reaction. Sergio Ramos rap reactions. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe the sentence you just said. I cannot jo- put two and two together. Join our Patreon. We'll, we'll do that on there. Patreon.com slash Soccer Cooligans. Uh, but we will do this. We will we will do Sergio Ramos, and we will crown the best football you just said, rapper. You just said, we will do Sergio Ramos. End of oh, sentence. join the Patreon, dude. It's going to get wild again. <laughs> okay, you're, uh, you know, you're taking too long to end those sentences like this. Um, it's like the guy in uh, Friends. It's like, make love. Brooklyn way. <laughs> Crimson Pizza said, he's from Spain, so, uh, though, so it's excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Wow. Oh my goodness! Um, all right, uh, men them need to get out the booth and back into the physio's office. <laughs> nice go, bro. Bro, I think he watched too much Top Boy. He's doing drill now, uh, bro. It is. Uh, it's a bad influence. What if it's fire though? I mean, look. This what is happened? This is his first track. You got to give everybody a chance. Who said yes to this? <laughs> you, you need a, Christian. If I came to you and I was like, "Yo, I got this idea. I think I'm gonna do a drill track," you'd be like. What's the joke? And I'd be like, right. no, I, no, I'm taking it serious. <laughs> right, what right. would you do next? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, of course, encourage you because I want to, I want to <laughs> laugh yes, my ass that. off. I get that. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think my wife would do? <laughs> I mean, look, she couldn't file the divorce papers <laughs> fast, fast enough. enough. <laughs> fast enough. She'd be like, Your Honor, he's about to do. It. <laughs> so, we can't be together. There is cause, Your Honor. <laughs> I can't be here when he does this. <laughs> um. The uh, Nick Red said it's not possible to watch too much Top Boy. Did he grow up like in the in the hood of me of, of Vancouver? Uh, well, he was he, in the ends. I don't know, but was he, he in a trap? He um, but uh, Alfonso Davies came from Ghana. Uh, Ghana, right? Was it Ghana? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did he come here go to Canada as a refugee? I believe he did. Okay, I don't remember if he did. So I mean, look, he may have had a a, a, a tough upbringing, but definitely. The last 
I don't know, maybe eight, nine years of his life. I feel like I've been pretty good. I don't know. I feel like he's been I <laughs> I don't know where the source material for these raps are coming yeah. from. Exactly. Also, <laughs> terrible timing with what's going on with Young Thug and Gunna. Bro, bro not the time to be spitting these bars, I don't want Alfonso to get caught up in a Rico case. I because your Der Spiegel is about to get to the bottom of this, buddy. <laughs> they get to the bottom of everything. Oh, I love this. Alfonso, uh, a nice Cobra said, Alfonso, drill V's. Thank you. I said that three times, bro. I didn't hear it. A nice Cobra said it first. <laughs> How dare you, bro? I said, yo, is he, an, is he Alfonso Drillvies now? <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, Canadian, Texas, Alberta. I thought he was from Vancouver. But where he grew up. I don't know. Maybe he moved to Vancouver. I don't know. Um, Snow, the rapper. In farm. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, our friend, Andrew Scholes, very successful comedian now. Uh, doing wonderful things. One of the things I was most jealous of is that he brought Snow out on stage with him. Really? In, I did not know he Toronto. did that. That's hilarious. In Toronto. Bro. Fire. Who, who, are, we, who are we bringing out? Where, where's the show? Where's uh, the show? I mean, I, I don't know. Where's the show? The show's- if it's in Munich, it's Alfonso <laughs> Trilby's, dude. <laughs> Alfonso Davies opening for us. Bro, with a drill track? <laughs> Yo, that might be the most. I take back everything I said negative, bro. <laughs> you know, we, you need every comedian needs an opening act, and they have to be hilarious. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, we definitely ain't getting it, bro. Uh, shout Siri out. Brown put snow. Well, where? Chill your Montana ass down. He ain't talking about real snow. Uh, it's a rapper. Shout out to the Philadelphia Union again for welcoming us here at Subaru Park. Uh, By the way, I know it's called Bruce said Sergio got barths. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Great work. Uh, thank you to the Philadelphia Union uh, welcoming us here at Subaru Park. Absolutely honored to be here. Sub- we're at, here at the Subaru Esports Hub. Uh, it's in Subaru Park. We are literally uh, maybe uh, 40 feet away from the pitch. Right. It's so dope. Beautiful, beautiful space. And they do, uh, They uh, obviously, they have like gaming tournaments here. But this is, uh, I, I believe this is like an, uh, a space people can rent. So if you're a Philadelphia Union fan or you live in this area, you maybe you want to host a children's party here. I think literally they, they can have a... Uh, don't just say children. There's a lot of adults that we know from our time at OS Gaming who love this. Okay. So maybe you just want to throw yourself a party. Maybe, maybe your wife left you because you played too many games. You know what? I'm throwing a divorce party at the eSports Hub. Throw your divorce party here at Subaru Park. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure it's the messaging. Right. Subaru's really hoping for it. The union marketing department are like, you guys are... Couldn't have thought of it ourselves. (laughs) And you did that, what, like on your feet right off the dome? That's off the cuff. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of cuffs, the police are... But no, we had an absolute honor uh, here coming to Subaru Park. You know, we're we're doing... uh, We're taking this show on the road. We're doing it all over the place so uh it's really really cool the philadelphia union uh to have us do something like this so we're very very grateful um shout out to marlon leblanc uh uh, head coach of philadelphia union too uh for joining us earlier if you joined us late on the on the broadcast you can uh listen to that on on the podcast i will i will everyone can calm down he did say it's called taylor ham just in case you were worried right 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 trying to scroll back (laughs) don't even do it he said it's taylor ham right it uh his uh it all checked out we we vetted him quite nicely yeah yeah yeah. because i'd hate to wheel him out here after he said it in uh, but really really cool of him uh, to join us uh, for a chat to let us know Incredible. what's going on uh, in, in MLS uh, MLS Next uh, and the Philadelphia Union too so that podcast will be available tomorrow or just watch uh, this YouTube video back subscribe uh, on our YouTube channel if you have not yet uh, as always you, you can join our Patreon we have uh, a lot of fun stuff uh, coming soon and we will be doing the Sergio Ramos rap uh, track reactions oh. also D Stu said the dynamic of Christian trying to get through the shout outs and keeping order in the show while Alex is like yo this comment <laughs> LMAO is why I'm here. This is. And uh, I did it again. 
Okay, this is... Uh, also, we're both wearing pink. I know my job. Um, Isn't that crazy? Okay. What is it? Uh, Mother's Day. Maybe for Mother's Day. Oh, right. mamacita. Okay. Uh, I mean, we don't call your mom mamacita, <laughs> I was but... Thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about another mother. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what kind of relationship you got going on there. I'll, I'll make a drill track about it. <laughs> my man, Oedipus, my co-host. <laughs> Oh, yo, what a reference. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, uh, so, Oedipus T-Rex. So, you <laughs> so oh, well, you know what? I, I, I'm glad I didn't forget to do this. Freddie Alec said we should do our Cooligan's birthday party here. Cooligan's birthday party, 2023 at Subaru Park, EA Sports FC 2320. I say we do it. Is it, is it official now that it's not FIFA anymore? What? It's EA Sports FC. Oh, I don't know. Oh, did they lose the license? Yeah, no, remember they're changing the name? Dude, I told you, they should have just called it soccer, dude. Okay. EA Soccer. Mm. Uh, yeah, soccer. Okay. <laughs> um, the, it's in the game. The, the Seattle Sounders kit that we, are, uh, that we mentioned, uh, that we're giving away, I, I, I know the winner. We have selected a winner. Uh, so this kit is autographed. Hold the one end. Uh, so this kit is autographed by the Seattle Sounders, the entire team, 2019 MLS Cup winning team. 2018. Uh, but this, they won the MLS Cup in 2019. This oh, is, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so sh- uh, again, uh, thanks. Shouts to MLS who uh, gave us this kit uh, to, to give away. Um, and so the winner of the kit is um, Nick Denny. Nick Denny. Nick Denny, thank you so much for participating. Will uh, they get an email? or? A- yes, yes. I will, I will reach out uh, to Nick Denny. Uh, uh, let him know, I should but, know that. Uh, but, yes. Uh, so, shout out uh, to Nick. Thank you for everybody who participated. So, uh, if you're Nick Denny, I'm assuming you're a, you're a, a Sounders fan. Yes, yes. Your he team is just fan. won yeah, CCL. So. Mm-hmm. And now you just won a kit with all, a bunch of autographs from the team that won previously. Right. The MLS Cup. Isn't that incredible? Just, you Look, can't stop winning if you're you, Nick Denny. I, I, yeah, and you can't stop winning if uh, you are a Cooligans fan because – What a great way to put it. I mean, look at that. We're just, we just making people happy, mm. you know, uh, inspiring others. Happy to do it. Okay? Uh, all right. Uh, okay, so everybody, thank you again uh, for joining us uh, out here at Subaru Park. Shout out to Philadelphia Union. Thank you to everybody who joined us on the live. Uh, we, uh, always uh, an absolute blast. And, and as always, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Uh We have the video of uh, our Paris trip uh, from the first game, oh, Messi's baby. first game at PSG, uh, and us gallivanting around Paris. Mm. Uh, so you Just can eating croissants with our arms. <laughs> so you can catch that on Friday. So uh, join uh, our Patreon if you have not yet. Okay. Anything else before we wrap up, Alexis? Crimson Pizza said, did you know my name is Crimson Nick Denny Pizza? Wild. <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. We have more. We have a couple other autograph kits uh, that we're going to be giving away soon. So, uh, so stay tuned. No, uh, just thank you once again to uh, the staff here at uh, Philadelphia Union for the Philadelphia Union for allowing us to walk through your spaces and, and pick a cool spot like this. Uh, and thank you again for Subaru Park for, for creating this dope space for all the gamers out there. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take something. We're not sure. Maybe <laughs> maybe a PS Five or something. Mm. Something's coming home with us. But thanks once again for allowing us in here. <laughs> All right, seriously, you guys are the absolute best, man. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for making stuff like this happen. So all the all the listeners and viewers, uh, you're the reason why we get to do this kind of stuff. So seriously, thank you for the support. All right, everybody, have a good one. Peace. Love you guys. <laughs>